But he says, but be ye transformed. Give me your attention. Many of you are focused on the wrong thing. Give me your attention. Transformed. The word transformed, just like conform, is actually two words. If you begin to look for the etymology, let me not go into all that drama. Let me just try and explain this. The word transform is two words, trans and form. And trans means to cross over. So God is saying, don't be conformed, don't be hedged in, but what? Cross over. And he says, the way you cross over is by being renewed in your mind. When your mind is renewed, your mind is changed from thinking that way, you are crossing over. The previous life doesn't hold you anymore. The way people expect it don't keep you anymore. Come on, somebody sit here. And the only way is by you're getting the word of God to change your thinking. The information that you receive constantly determines how you begin to think. If somebody sit with me. If you are here, say amen. I welcome you to a new day because I know God is bringing about changes in your lives. I am not thinking the way Nigeria is. I'm thinking in God's possibilities. Can it be tough or has it been tough over the last few weeks? Yes. But does that shorten or hinder the hand of God from operating? The answer is no. Glory be to God. So let's come to God every time with this mind I want to begin to think like God and not like the world. The world will always show you problems. The world will always show you all kinds of situations. But the word of God always shows you possibilities. Tell somebody there are possibilities in my life. Great possibilities in my life. That gives me unusual opportunities. Please, I want you to look at me, child of God. You may not have a job now, but that will not remain consistent. You will get a job. You may not have a big business now, but you're going to get a big business. You don't have a husband now, a wife now, you're going to get a husband, you're going to get a wife. You don't have children now, you're going to have. You don't have your own personal house, you're going to build. You don't have a car now, you're going to get it. Now hear me. Everything that you set your heart to desire is possible. All those are possibilities in God. And the only qualification is God who qualifies you. Not any man. So that you are not limited or hindered by the thinkings of others. Colossians chapter 1 verse number 12. Giving thanks to the Father who hath qualified us. We partakers of the saints in life. And who are translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. Giving thanks unto the Father who had made us meet. The word meet there is qualified in another translation. Who had made us fit, who had made us qualified to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. There's an inheritance available to those who are in Christ. Are you a saint in light? The answer is yes. You know, there are many confusions in our mind because of the different backgrounds we have. Those who come from the Catholic Church, for example, Roman Catholic, not Catholic Church, Roman Catholic, because everybody is from the Catholic Church. You know what Catholic means? It means general. The word Catholic means general church. If you don't add Roman Catholic, it doesn't define it. I mean, Catholic means church, generally, general church. church. 
So the Roman Catholic Church will say that nobody is a saint except you are declared a saint. Either by the miracles you have performed or by the things you have done so great. So that makes you a saint. But from scriptures, from the Bible, we are saints because we have been sanctified by the blood of Jesus. Does somebody understand me? Come and say with me, I'm a saint. And saints are not dead people. Saints, according to scripture, are those who have been sanctified by the blood. Those who have been washed clean. I commend you unto God and to the word of his grace, which is able to what? Build you and give you an inheritance among those who are sanctified. Every believer is a saint. So he has qualified us. All the things I mentioned that are physical blessings or physical evidences of material things or whatever it is, the Bible says you are qualified for it. Do I get an amen? So all that we need to do consistently is to develop the mindset of the scriptures and begin to live like that every day of our lives. As we live like that, we begin to see it unfolding into our lives. Because I believe God has done great things for me, it means I should be lazy. The answer is no. The Bible says a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of arms, and poverty shall come like an man. So, so, you know, all of these things are answered by scripture. Should I be a lazy student? The Bible says no. Study to show yourself approved. A workman that needed not to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. In the same way, if you will divide the word of truth scripture, you must study your, word, your, I mean, your books in school if you want to pass well. Seest thou a man that is diligent in his work? He shall not stand before ordinary men, but he shall stand before great men. So you must be hardworking, diligent, consistently facing your assignment. But then you must come at life with this mind that there are possibilities for you. Don't come at life as if you are a victim. As if, oh, nothing is working for me. Oh, it's working for some people, but not me. If you carry that mind, the devil will cheat you big time. Say to your neighbor, I have great potentials. Say it again, I have great potentials. And those potentials are working for me for a great result. If you believe that, shout a song, amen. Okay, shout a believing, amen. Every time I stand here preaching, or whether we're having our midweek services, or wherever I'm invited to speak, I always come with this mind that there is a better place. If you have listened to some of the writings I write, I always put there, it can only get better. It can never be worse. That is my expectation of life. And I can't have that expectation for you. You have to have the expectation for yourself. It can only get better with me, Victor. What of you? In ministry, it can only get better. In my family, it can only get better. In my finances, it can only get better. Now, when you have that kind of mindset, what happens is this. An unseen force or hand begins to move you to do things better. But if you are thinking it could get worse, I'm telling you the truth, you attract terrible things. Having said that, we are still on our journey, the triumph of faith. Phase part three, I may end it up today. 
Many people like the prophetic, and I love it. When I sit there, things just flow into my spirit, and it's joyful. But let me say to you, if you do not understand the prophetic and run with it according to the way it's supposed to be, it won't happen. Even if God gives me a 110% word for you that you refuse to act upon, it will not happen. And many people think that a prophet is a prophet because he said it and it happened. That's not all. A prophet can say it and it won't happen because the person he said it to didn't act on it. So act on it. When you get a prophecy, find how you are supposed to act on it. And any prophecy that comes up, comes to you and there is no action for your own part, it's not complete. Ah, Defralo Shabela. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Don't you the new seasons are coming. Please be happy. I'm telling you, be happy about it. New seasons are coming. The devil is a, a devil big time. He wants to put you under pressure. Whether it's money or family or school. And he wants to. When there was a strike, what do you think he was doing? See, our nation, our country is just bad. <laughs> it is you who is in school. He was interested in getting you to be discouraged about that process. So that you say, what is the use of school? Many people have dropped out of school during that period of time. I'm making money, Jare. But now they have realized that the money stopped coming the way it was coming. Because in life, there will be days of adversity. We pursue something not because of the fact that it is producing results now. We pursue it because we believe it. Because anything you pursue in life will have its own problems. You married her because she talks well, she, she talks well, she behaves well. You are not quarreling, things were not the same. Just wait, you will quarrel. But we marry because we believe in the institution called marriage. We know in it there might be challenges, but we stick with it and make sure we walk around the challenges and get the result from it. As long as you are in this physical world, there are going to be issues in anything. Why? Sin is here. Wherever there is sin, there is bound to be darkness. You may not necessarily be doing anything wrong, but you are in a template, in an atmosphere where sin exists. And that is why when God is talking about our redemption, he says a new earth will be birthed. A new earth. We will experience a new type of king where everything goes well. No troubles whatsoever. But for now, you must rise above the influence of sin and constantly press forth to accomplish what God has said. So that even when things are wrong, you know that you can tap into a grace that propels what is right. Am I talking to somebody? And God gives us an opportunity, therefore, not to allow sin dominate us. So we come back to him in a place of repentance. Father, forgive me. I got it wrong. I got it wrong. I got it wrong. And he says, no problem. I saw stand up again. Stand up. Keep pressing forward until you get it right. Don't let the enemy put you under pressure. The extent that you cannot accomplish what God has said. If you believe what I just said, say amen. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, you're yeah, welcome to a new day. Tell your neighbor that there's a new season over. <laughs> a new Nigeria has come over, I'm just telling you. And you're going to begin to see things happening that you wonder, ah, eh, you mean Nigerians can do this? There's a revival spirit coming and Nigerians are waking up from slumber. You're not going to be seeing people accepting things just like that anymore. Hallelujah.
sometimes when people come to church I wonder why they come to church sometimes I wonder because if you come to church and you do not gain anything there's no need to come if you come to church to fulfill all righteousness Papa is going to be happy with me please don't come it's good that your pastor is pleased that you are around, but that's not the reason. That's not the reason. Will I be happy if you come to church? Yes. But I'll be sad if you come to church and you didn't gain anything for coming to church. If you come to church because you are trying to try on a new dress so that they will see you have a new dress or a new shoe or a new hairstyle. You have got human hair now. So you know. If that's why you came, you are just looking for trouble. Well, a guy just got one very dangerous suit, so you want him to see the suit. All those are ephemeral and temporal reasons. Come here to interface with God so that you can step into greater possibilities. I welcome you to a new season. It's possible. I say it's possible. And you must learn the culture of not letting anything carry you from the seat, your seat where you are sitting, when I start talking. The moment I start talking, don't let anything carry you. For some people, that's when they are, they'll begin to have bowel movements. You know what that means? Their stomach begins to talk. Something begins to embrace in their vehement fecundity. Something begins to happen in their stomachs. I just spoke somebody's English. Somebody likes to talk like that. But after talking like that, nobody understands anything. But the simple thing I'm telling you is that some people, that's when their stomach will begin to talk to them. And every time in church, as pastor gets up to begin to preach, as someone could begin to talk to them, get up and go and wee-wee. Get up and go and use the toilet. You can't hold it, though. You cannot hold it. Just get up for it. Disgrace yourself. Get up, get up. And then, two things will be happening. As he or she is battling with the, with the get up, get up, he's no longer paying attention. Even though he's sitting there, he's struggling with, don't get up, get up, don't get up, get up, don't get up, get up. Then, if it's not so, that is when somebody's phone will be thinking, Oh, there's a text. And then curiosity. I need to read it. 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 Then the person will open it. He's in church, but he's no longer here. And then he sees a chat. A chat. The chat that can wait till after service. There's no big deal in the chat. How are you? Fine. What happened yesterday? I didn't see you. Then you answer, I was just tired. He said, guy, he said, guy, guy, I'm in church. He said, we can talk now. Your pastor is talking. I'm not the one talking. Let's just be chatting. Be paying attention. Say, okay. But I'm distracted. He said, don't worry. Don't they record in your church? He said, when they record, I can get Then you will listen to it later. And then in your mind, you think that's not the devil. That's the devil. How does the devil look like? That's the devil. And another one is a phone call that will come. Your phone has been on silent, but the phone entered. Because it was also on vibration, so it was vibrating you. And you pick the call. The moment you pick the call, in between that time, maybe that's when the time a word that concerns you came, but you were not there. Ah, I need to answer this one quickly. Oh, I need to answer this one quickly. Oh, and you get up to answer. You answer it, you find that it's not a life and death matter. That couldn't have waited another one hour. In life, note these things. There are things called emergencies. 
There are things that are important, but they are not emergencies. There are things unimportant. So you must be able to define them. What's an emergency, life and death? If you don't do it now, something will go wrong. The moment something won't go wrong, it's not an emergency. Are we still together? And anybody calling and calling you and there's an emergency, we send a message. That's emergency. Fire is burning your house. But somebody will say, in fact, the way I'm feeling headache now, it's not an emergency. I want to send you money. Whether they want to send you money on Sunday morning, it's not an emergency after the service. Because there's no emergency. You say, no, ah, what if he changed his mind? That person didn't mean, that person did not mean to give you any money. We were, we are so in a hurry to help God. That's why I say your thinking must change. It is God that delivers. Are we still here? Please answer me, church. Does God heal? So when you are feeling fine, why do you stay at home? When you are not, when you are, your body is not, you are feeling a bit feverish, why do you stay at home? If truly God heals. Does the word of God heal? No, 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 no. If you don't believe, you don't answer me. Does the word of God heal? I'm only asking those who believe that. Does the word of God heal? So that I will know when you stay at home next time, I know you don't believe it. That's why you stay. Please listen to me. In Life Sanctuary Assembly International, hear me. Except you cannot get up. Except you cannot eat. Except you cannot go to hospital. They need to carry you. But if you can get up, you can eat. You can come to church. And I tell you the truth. Because you develop that kind of mind, God heals you. You are expecting his power to work. I am saying, change the thinking. Change the thinking. So, but when you go to an arrest now, at least you the you Zeke, does church give you extra work? But when you say you can't go to work, they say, try and try me go work. Try and go to class. Because in the corner of their mind, your work will give you salary. Going to church will give you nothing. And if you carry that mind, you will get to church and you will get nothing. He said, we go to church now, we go to give offering, they will just collect from you. They are thinking that church collects, but church doesn't deliver. That is the mindset of somebody who doesn't understand spiritual, uh, 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 spiritual possibilities. Person doesn't understand it. Why would they beg you to give an offering? They say, ah, because you believe giving an offering is taking from you. If truly you believe something gives you, you will not, you will not not give it. Why do people go to do bed Niger? Why? Bed Niger takes from you, but the reason people keep doing it, they believe it will give them one day. No, I'm telling you. It is what you believe that determines how you behave. Hallelujah. Come on, I said Hallelujah. People who take a lot of alcohol, even when they don't have money, they will still go to beer parlor. They believe somehow somebody go buy them beer. They go. Touch your neighbor, say neighbor, you understanding this? I mean, touch your neighbor really, touch your neighbor really, touch your neighbor, because there are some neighbors that are, that are stylishly sleeping. 
stylish cities. They have, they, they have already gone. So they have traveled. They have left the Badon. They didn't go to Lagos. It's too close. They, they are going to Maiduguri so they can take a long journey. They've gone. They are already somewhere near me now. Please come back here. Change the way you think. If you know the phone call with disturb, I know those days. I used to leave. Now I need my phone sometimes because I'm checking things. But usually those I used to leave my phone in the car. So that there will be no reason for the phone to be an issue. In secular organizations, for those of you who are poor, I say they want to live outside the country. That's why you're angry when people don't pick your call. So I'll be calling that person. It's at work. I stayed in it. Many of the organizations, you can't pick a call during office hours. You can't. Except during your break time. I say, I talk, talk quickly. I just have a, a, a one hour break. I, I need to do some this. Say, hey, can't you talk? You think it's Nigeria where you can use the whole office hour time to be making call? It's still a thinking. Change it. There must be a cultural shift where you get born again. Hallelujah. I'm trying to help you think scripture. Think like the word of God. So we are here. The triumph of faith. And we have gone to it. Somebody said, but I will not cover it. That is why up till now you have not understood to walk by faith. Because you are in the hurry to leave it and enter many topics. It is not the several topics you have written on your book. That means that you know it. I know your book is full of topics. Topics, topics, topics. You have all of them. That you attended all the classes and have all you have gathered in notes. Doesn't mean you know it yet. And some of you don't even have notes. You come to Life Sanctuary Assembly, you are not writing. I wonder how you are going to keep. Because Life Sanctuary Assembly is different. You must learn to write or record or something. You must learn to write. You say, hey, not all of us went to school. Eh? If you are still saying that in the 21st century, then you are lost. Because you don't need to go to school to, to, to have information available to you. You didn't go to school, but you know how to do voice notes. You didn't go to school, but you know how to put a nice, fine DP. You will change it. Nice, nice one. You didn't go to school. You didn't go to school, but you can send text message. Please write here. Any idea that comes to you, and you don't write it down. It is said that in about 90, in about one minute or so, 60, yeah, 60 seconds, you will lose about 50% of it. And if something comes as an information you have not kept down, in 24 hours, he said that you lose, you lose again. In one week, I mean, you lose about 70% of it. In one week, 90% of the information have gone. That is why people come to church and they remain the same. Because they don't go back and interact with whatever they receive. They receive it and say, I'm blessed. That you said so means what? Your mind must shift and agree with your, your, your new reality or else you would enter. Are you still here? Come on, if you believe that, shout amen. I mean, shout a song, amen. Church, look at me. I'm, 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 I, I, I'm talking to people who have understanding. Do you know that there's something called mortgage financing in Nigeria? 
If you don't know, put your hand up. Let me explain to you. You know mortgage finance, right? Do they do that in the bank you work in? He works in Zenith Bank. They do mortgage financing. But apart from that, there are banks that are mortgage banks. If you go along Bodija, Secretary after Foodco, almost almost opposite uh, Feedwell, close to Access Bank, you will find a mortgage finance bank what they do is that they partner with you to fund your project but banks have different conditions in it sometimes they require you bring 25 percent of that particular project maybe it is 10 million they want you to bring 2.5 million and then they will give you 7.5 million that you will pay over time it's a bit different from a loan that you come to receive and mortgage banks are set up. Sometimes they build the house for you. And then you pay over time. But you must not default. Usually before they do that, they will look at your possible income that you are earning. They look at setting the other factors. It's not that in Nigeria, it's not so perfect. But when you're in a place like America, the moment you have a job, you are qualified for those facilities. And that's why you find people that can buy houses of $250,000 five hundred thousand dollars and they'll be paying sometimes they will pay over 40 years or 30 years so you are not under pressure but you can choose to pay it quickly when you default there will be a warning sometimes if you keep defaulting they will take over the property but there's mortgage financing why am i telling you this you can do things even in this country if you have understanding and knowledge the, the mortgage finance bank will expect you to have been banking with them for a certain period of time, maybe six months, I can't I don't know. Just like corporate societies. And then you can begin to build your life. But the problem is that many people are not disciplined. They, many people are not seeking for knowledge. So they are not asking questions. You only think bank is for you to keep your money. When you want to collect it, you come and collect it. When, you, when they are refusing to give you, you get angry. How can you say my signature is not the same signature? The truth is that as you are going older, your signature changes. It becomes regular, even because of age. And there are some who don't even have signature. They just drew one thing. And then when they call them next time, come and do it again, they can't, they can't repeat it. They're not shouting, my money, now my money. That's all you think you know about the bank. Amen? Can you get a dollar card? Do they do that, isn't it? Can you get a dollar card, dollar ATM card? Not your regular card, a dollar card. So when you travel, it's easier. Those days, that same ATM card could do it. They've shifted all that. I am saying it's knowledge that determines how you operate and how you determine whether you will change your life. See, stop thinking it is not possible. If you interact with your bank properly, you can buy a land. If you interact with your corporate society properly, you can buy a land. We talk about interest rate. I know things about interest and the rest of them. There are other ways to go around that. But it takes knowledge. What am I saying? At your disposal in this world is knowledge. It is knowledge that we can enjoy that you will suffer or you will not. Are we still here? Come on, if you're here, say amen. How much are you required to spend for your wedding? Please answer my How much are you required to spend for your wedding? Eh? Answer now. 
I'm talking to you. Forget about the preaching at you. I'm asking you. You want to answer me, right? Please answer. Yeah? It depends on individual, Abi. Meaning that there's no fixed amount you should spend for your wedding, Abi. Then why are you killing yourself? Is there a law you must spend 10 million? Is there a law you must spend 1 million? Is there a law you must pay 500,000? Your choice! And based on your choice, your choice must never be influenced by what society expects of you when you don't have. Be free, oh. Don't give yourself stress. A young, a young guy was a bricklayer and met me. And the girl he wanted to marry was serving. Somebody say bricklayer, you that's where you get it wrong. That is the job that brings him money, does not mean that he does. He's not, you see, Jesus' problem with us. He has to work in an office where they are paying 50,000 per month, and the bricklayer is getting 250. Oh, you think there are no bricklayers that get it? It depends on the on the on the contract is handling. Why are you both like this? That's the problem. You see, that's the problem. Oh, they say he's, he's driving a taxi. He has a taxi, and you provide the one that wears tie up and down. And meanwhile, this guy drives the taxi and he's keeping his money. And every month he makes one fifty k. And the guy with the tie gets sixty thousand. The key is this: don't let yourself be under pressure to be conformed to one way. So, for your wedding, can you spend ten million? Yes, if you have it. And not that you are borrowing that after that both of you will look at each other. So this young man came to me. He said they gave him a list and the list was close to about 500,000 and he didn't have it then. That was many years ago. I'm talking about almost 20 years ago. He didn't have it. 